Hey guys, welcome back to the Wisdom and Stuff podcast. I'm your host, Daryl Boucher, and this is where we cut through the Christianese and tradition-based thoughts that hinder us from the limitless lifestyles that we as actual children of God are designed to walk in. So let's go ahead and dive into the Word and see what the Holy Spirit has for us today. Well, praise God. Welcome back to Wisdom and Stuff podcast. Uh, this is Daryl Boucher. And over the next few days, what I'd like to do, and I don't know, we'll, we'll see if it, it takes one, two, three days, whatever it takes, um, just as the Lord leads. But one of the things I'd like to do is get into something that, that is a subject that I think is of utmost importance to us, influence us uh, influences us at a very high level, uh, but uh, we just don't address it very much. And yet I, I think it's something that all of us, have has had to deal with in the past, has had to deal with throughout our lives as, as our Christian walk progresses, um, and we see it in the Word of God, but but it's just not really talked about a whole lot. And I, I, that's those are the types of issues that I really like to get into, uh, because I think that that what happens is is uh, we know that we have struggles in different areas, or that things kind of try to come against us, but because we don't have any like clear cut, you know, hey, this is how you do this, we kind of back up and neglect talking about these things. And um, and to me, wisdom, understanding comes as we bring things to the light, right? Because wisdom, understanding is in the light. And if if we just are uncomfortable with something, or we just don't have the answers for it, you know, so we kind of feel like, well, maybe that's one of those gray areas, uh, then it ends up being in the dark. And the more we talk about it, the more we get it out, uh, just actually begin to discuss things, the more th- things progress in that area. Uh, you know, it's it's like that with anything in life, of course. You know, uh, you know, we look at any major invention. I, 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 I uh, you know, I like to bring up inventions because they're easy to 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 just correlate understanding to where you know it, somebody had to start talking about an airplane before an airplane could come into existence somebody had to start talking about a car before a car could get invented somebody had to start talking about an iPhone before an iPhone could get invented it has to come out we have to begin to discuss something because when we it, it works like this in the positive and the negative um, you, know, you have things that are right now in our society are way more prevalent now. I'm talking about maybe diseases or different things like this that, that attack people. They're way more prevalent now than they've ever been before, okay? And it's not because the devil has changed, right? The devil hasn't changed. His hatred for humanity hasn't changed. His hatred for God hasn't changed. His, 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 his devices haven't changed. He has not changed a bit. But the, the the what happens is that people start talking about things more in the negative. For instance, diseases get in in into the public thing, and 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 I am not like I said, I, I'm not I'm not uh, advising people to ignore you know physical things. But when we suddenly become when when society tries to magnify things through what they call awareness. What they don't realize they're doing is they're actually propagating its existence in the earth, and so, uh, so they're they're like, hey, you know, hey, let's let's make this aware, let's make that aware, let's make the other thing aware. And I'm not saying I'm not like I'm not saying ignore things, but we need to make the healing of God aware. We need to make the presence of God be 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 our awareness focus instead of the the presence of of infirmity or the presence of sickness or the pre- presence of the enemy, and the what what people don't understand in the world is that through through that awareness that allows it to be magnified in manifestation in the earth 
And like I said, you can see that in science and technology, not just in bad things, but you can see it when, when people become, uh, when they begin to discuss certain breakthroughs, then those breakthroughs progress, praise God. But we have to see that in the spiritual realm too, is that when we, you know, there, there's a reason why, you know, the, the healing power of God began to get manifest way more back in the 50s. And it's because people started talking about it. They started having tent revivals. They started actually getting the healing power of God into the everyday consciousness of America. And so, man, healing began just flowing all over this country. But then, if you stop talking about it, then it goes back into this place of a mystery. And then people start thinking, well, we just don't know how the healing power of God works. Well, it, we do. We we have to get it out and begin to discuss it. And so, anyway, that, that that's just a spiritual principle that I believe rings true in everything, you know, in natural things, scientific things, you know, physical things, spiritual things. Uh, but we have to begin to discuss things that maybe we're just not used to discussing. And as we do, revelation will come, understanding will come, wisdom will come, and the the uh, our, our relationship with those things will change. You know, just like our relationship to to flying in the air changed from it being, you know, like, oh, that was heresy, that was foolishness, that was lunacy, that was witchcraft, that was sorcery, whatever it was, to now literally millions of people fly all over this planet all, you know, all year long, right? And so our relationship changes as the revelation and understanding begins to change. And so that's how it, that's how it is with the, the things in the kingdom of God. Uh, many times, People, they just don't discuss things because they don't understand them, but they don't understand them because they don't discuss them. And so we need to begin to discuss things. We need to begin to, to humble our minds to the Word of God in certain areas and allow that understanding to come to light. And our relationship with that will change to where we stop being, uh, you know, like almost like in awe of it, or we stop thinking it's a mystery to us and nobody can understand it, uh, and we actually begin to steward that in the earth. That's actually what we're designed to do is steward things in the earth and not just observe what might or might not happen, right? And so uh, anyway, in the next next day or two or however, however the Holy Spirit leads, one of the things I want to get into is something that Paul, he addresses this in Philippians chapter 3. And verse 13, and let me just read that real quick. And it says, uh, Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things, those things which are be behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Now here Paul is saying, he's, he's talking about something, um, you know, in verses 12, 13, 14 there, I didn't read verse 12, but, uh, but where he's saying, he's going, listen, I haven't yet attained certain things. He goes, there's things that I see in the word of God, and I've been, I, I've, I've, I've seen them in the spirit realm. I, the Holy Spirit's talked to me about these things, or, or the Lord has revealed things to me, but I don't see them in my life yet. He goes, I haven't yet attained, I haven't apprehended certain things yet. And I think that all of us can probably identify with that, right? Where where we, we can see the Word of God, and we know the Word, and we, we know certain things in the Word are available to us. We know that, that God has, has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness, that He literally has, has seated us in heavenly places, far above all principality and power. We know that we have all grace, all authority. We, we know that, that, that the design is for us to walk in the greater works here on the earth and to steward heaven and the earth. We know that. And and, and we're not disagreeing or even coming against that. 
but we're just saying, hey, we haven't apprehended that yet. We haven't actually, we haven't actually seen that manifest in our life. There's, there's probably lots of things that, that we know are rightfully ours, and maybe we've had dreams and visions of them, and maybe we've had prophecies about them, or you know, we've had revelation of the word concerning them, but we're just, we're not seeing them. And that's what Paul is really saying. I love how Paul is just so transparent here, and he's going, man, you know, he now looks at Paul had seen a lot of things. Paul had walked in a lot of things, had a lot of revelation. We know that more revelation at that time than probably anybody else on the planet. And uh, yet he says, there's just some things that I haven't got in my life yet. There's certain, there's just things. Now the the problem is, is that when people look, you know, I, I've even, you know, I've heard people say this. They're like, well, you know, I haven't seen people, you know, anybody walking in this yet, so it can't be for today. You know, it just it can't be available if nobody's walking in it yet. Well, that's ridiculous, honestly. That's that's you know, some people say things, and honestly, it's just it's just. Ah, you know, anyway, I won't get into it, how, how that aggravates me so much, because it's ignorance. It's so bad, uh, because that would be like saying, well, if, you know, back in the 1800s, if no one's ever flown a plane before, then it must not be for humanity. Well, I'm glad that certain people didn't think that way, right? Um, I'm glad people didn't think that way about, about you know, uh, the car or the iPhone or computers or whatever technology we walk in today. I'm just glad that people didn't, didn't, didn't relegate their future to what they were seeing with their eyes today. And that's what Paul's going, hey, listen, he goes, I know that there's things that I can be walking in right now that God is not withholding from me. I know that he's not withholding them from me, but I'm, I'm still not walking in them. And so the first thing we do is we have to humble ourselves to that reality of, of just taking a, a, I guess, just a, you know, an evaluation of where we are right now and saying, well, yeah, there's things, there's, there are things I'm not walking in. And it's not, you know, it's not sin to admit that, you know, it's not shameful to admit that. We're just admitting it. We're just saying, hey, I know the reality of it. You know, it's like you know, right now, um, you know, I'm, 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 you know, in Colorado, and I could, I can honestly say I'm not in Wyoming right now. I'm just not there right now. I could be there, but I'm not there. I'm not shame based when I say that. I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm not in Wyoming. I just know. I know. I that. I just know. I'm not in Wyoming. So, so I guess you know. I just need to. No, it's it's just a fact. I'm not in Wyoming. Okay, and that's what Paul is saying. Hey, I know there's things that I'm not in yet that I sh- that I can be walking in. I could be there, but I'm not there. Now, uh, what Paul wasn't doing is once again he wasn't taking on shame because of that, and he also wasn't taking on um, he wasn't taking on this, this this mindset that it wasn't available to him. Because that's another ditch people can get in. They, they just think, well, that might that's that's not for today, or it's for other people, but not for me. Or God's called other people to walk in that, but not me. That's not true. Okay, God's given us all all things that pertain to life and godliness. And if there's something in your heart that you have a desire for, there if there's things that, that you see in the Word that you have a hunger for, then He wants to fill that hunger. He wants you to walk in those things. Praise God. Uh, we have to settle those things, and so it's not shameful that we're not in those things. It's not. It's not. Uh, you know, we can't relegate that to somebody else is qualified for that, but we're not. Um, we, we can't put it off to the enemy and say, "Well, it's all the devil's fault." That's why. You know, the the, the devil is stopping me from doing all these things, and and I, we have to get that clear that we don't need the devil to be any weaker for us to walk in the in the victory of God. Praise God. Um, now, so Paul. He was very, very, you know, just honest about where he was and where he wasn't, but he also wasn't um, being a victim to that. Let me, that's the best way to put that. He's not 
he's not being a victim to those things. And, and that's, that's what we need to realize is I can't be a victim to where I'm not. And Paul was like, hey, I'm not going to be a victim. I'm not going to come up with justifications or reasons or even excuses as to why I'm not there. I, he goes, the one thing I'm going to do, though, he goes, he, he says this very clearly. He says, I, uh, here, let me just read the verse again. He says, uh, brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do. I forget those things which are behind, and I, I reach forth unto those things which are before me. And I press toward the mark of the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. So he, he says clearly, he says, here's one thing that I do. He goes, I can't control a lot of things. I can't. There's a lot of things I can't control. There's a lot of things I don't know about, a lot of variables I don't know about. But I can't live my life based on what I don't know. One thing I do, he goes, I forget those things which are behind. And, I, and he goes, and I reach forth to what's before me. He goes, there is something available for me right in front of me that is available to me. And, and I'm going to reach forth to that. But how I'm going to do that, one of the biggest roles in doing that is I have to forget those things which are behind. And this is really one of the things that I want to get into is dealing on Paul. Paul, he made it very clear in this statement. I love this because he said, he's making a statement. He's saying, I've realized, I've come to this place in realization that one of the biggest factors in me not apprehending things that I know are currently available to me is my relationship to my past. And he's like, hey, not not and specifically not just a relationship to his past but specifically the relationship that he has to his memory of his past because he goes i i need to forget those things which are behind you know he he and and what i you know i won't get into this a ton but but i will some as we go i think um because he's not just talking about bad things only i mean he had a lot of things that that were very negative in his past that he had to forgive himself for that he had to you know i mean you know before he got saved he was killing christians and putting them in prison and we all know that he he made some terrible decisions uh but he thought they he thought he was right in those things he wasn't he thought he was doing the will of god when he was actually doing just the opposite you know there's a way that seems right to a man, but it leads to death. And that's what Paul's Paul's life was before he got saved, was walking out what he thought was life, but it was death. And and he hurt a lot of people. You know, he, he put people in prison. He killed people. There was people that, I mean, if you think about it that way, you think about the fact that when he got saved and he comes into the church of Jerusalem specifically and other churches, um, he probably was you know, in and around relatives of people that he had persecuted. And those people had to forgive him, right? And whether they did or not, it, uh, we don't have any specifics on that in the Bible, obviously, but but we know it had to have happened. And, uh, and whether they did or not, we know one thing, that Paul had to forgive himself. He had to get past that. He had to be like, you know what? I can't, I can't hold myself hostage to to my to my old actions or my old mistakes or even the things I didn't think were a mistake. I was just deceived in. I can't hold myself hostage to those things and 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 pay penance for all the things I've done wrong. We we can't do that. We can't hold ourselves hostage and say until I pay penance for all these bad things or all these wrong choices or or the things I maybe woulda, shoulda, coulda done, uh, then I can't walk in the goodness of God. I can't walk in the fullness of God. Sometimes we, we just don't think that we're we're worthy of walking in the fullness of God because we're still trying to pay off something that we think that we did wrong or or we're just carrying shame or we're carrying guilt around or carrying condemnation around or something. And all those things add up to us not walking in the fullness of what's rightfully ours. And this is why Paul says, he goes, one thing, one thing I can control in, in, in how much I apprehend is I need to forget the things which are behind. And so 
This is the one thing I really want to get into is, uh, and I'm really just now introducing this. I mean, it's taken me 15 minutes to introduce this this topic, but but learning how to deal with our memories because our memories of things are, are man, they they hold us hostage so many times. They actually, you know, will will try to determine what we can and cannot do. And, uh, and you know, the, the power of memory is so huge in our life. And one thing, as, as I want to get into this, is, is memory is not a bad thing, right? And we'll, as we'll see in the Word, you know, God talks about our memories. He, he, but the problem is, is that we have to let our memories get reconciled. Our memories, if they are not reconciled, then they are going to be a detriment to us. And um, and and they're they're going to hold us back, and that's why Paul said, "Hey, there's some things. I, I got to forget those things which are behind. I have to forget those things which are behind, and I can't I can't play games with them. I can't. You know, the problem is that the human mind, the just the human brain, you know, the, the way that it processes things, is you know after after we grow up and and you know do things, we we know we have good memories and bad memories. We know we have edifying memories and not so edifying memories, and we have we have you know things." that that are just are going are are you know kind of like in, edify us or, or or enforce you know our 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 uh, identity in Christ or whatever and then we have things that tear us down all based on our memories but what our brain tries to do is it tries to discern those things it tries to say let me keep the good memories and let me get rid of the bad memories and i want to tell you right now your brain is a computer the, your physical natural brain is a computer and th- that computer it doesn't have the capability of discerning that it, it, you know if you've tried if you tried just to forget all the bad memories and only have the good memories it doesn't work that way and so that tells me that that our relationship to our memory has to change. And uh, and here Paul's going, listen, I have to forget some things which are behind. I have to forget those things which are behind. And he's not just talking about like just the bad things. He's like, listen, everything that's behind me right now is either a, I mean, I, I, let's put it this way. If it's a if it's a bad memory, we know how those hold us back, right? We know how those try to determine our identity for the future. They try to tell us what we're worthy of or not worthy of. But even if they're a good memory, even if they're a really good memory, they're still not equipping me for what I have ahead of me because they try to limit me to try to get me into that sense of of just trying to reproduce that, or trying to uh, you know get me nostalgic or or sentimental or whatever, trying to relive those the the good old days, whatever that means, you know. Um, but uh, understand that 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 it's it's not wrong to have a a a nice you know memory. That's not wrong to have a nice memory. But the problem is this: is that n- those memories are never designed to equip me for my future. And that's what memories get displaced. And so memories try to take a role in our life that they're never supposed to take. And that's what we have to do. We have to reconcile those memories to the Lordship of Jesus. And, you know, whether they're good or bad, I, I, we can't pick and choose these things. And so whether they're good or bad, they have to be reconciled to the Lordship of Jesus. And this is what I want to get into over maybe the next couple days is what does it mean? How do we do this? What does it mean to actually, um, uh, you know, basically reconcile our... The word reconcile simply means to be put back in its proper place. 
You know, when we get reconciled to God, we get put back on our proper place. We are designed to be children of God. We're designed to walk in authority. We're designed to be totally free from the effects of sin, totally free from from being under the enemy's thumb. We're designed for that. That's what we're born for. And uh, so when we're reconciled, we simply get put back in our, our, our proper place. And that's when we reconcile memories or, or anything else, uh, uh, when we reconcile something, it gets put back in its proper place. It, so we know what our role is with our past. We know what our role is with with our memory. We know what to do with those memories. And this, like Paul said, listen, he goes, here's one thing. He goes, I have got to focus on this one thing as I forget those things behind I forget those things which are behind. And so there is an empowerment and a grace uh, to, to literally sever the leverage of memory that, that, that tries to hold us back. Like I said, good memories uh, will try to hold us back just as much as bad memories will. And I don't want to villainize the good memories. That's not it. It's not like memory is my enemy, uh, but it has to be reconciled. It has to be put in its proper place. And, um, and so as we as we walk through this, uh, I just over the next couple of days, I just want you to, to to pray into this. And 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 as we get into this, I want I, what I really want us to do is is not just have the same relationship to our memory as we had before this, because Paul he said I had to come to this place. I came to this place where I realized the things that I that I wasn't walking in, the 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 the, the, the thing that had to change is my relationship to my memory. And so he's saying those things that seem just out of reach, those those things that I see in the Word that are rightfully ours, those things that 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 we know God paid for, we know the blood of Jesus paid for us to walk in so much higher things. We should be walking like Jesus on the earth. We should be walking in greater things than that. We should be walking in so many just just amazing things, and yet we're not doing it. And 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 it's not a blame game, and it's not it's not a victim mentality. We actually have a key here. We have the key to actually make the transition. Paul goes, man, all these things that I see that are just out of my reach, the reason they're out of my reach is because I have the wrong relationship to my memory. And he goes, I had to learn to do one thing, and that's forget those things just behind. And so as we get into this, I want you to just pray into these things because... I, I know that there is freedom in this. I know that I've come to to much higher levels of freedom and just higher levels of literally walking in greater things B- when I began to reconcile the memories that I had, my past, reconciling my past to 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 what God has for me. And so, anyway, let's go ahead and pray. We're going to wrap it up for, for, for today, and then we're going to get into this tomorrow. Father, we just thank you, Lord God, just for your goodness. We thank you for, for your grace on us, and we thank you, Lord God, that we choose to allow the Holy Spirit to, to reconcile the memories, Father God, that we have reconcile our past to the Lordship of Jesus, and we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for joining us today on Wisdom and Stuff. Don't forget to subscribe to get new updates and check out our podcast page on Podbean to find all our previous posts and full-length messages. We'll see you next time and have a blessed day.